God says, now I know. Now I know. See? Now I know that you fear God since you have not without your son, you only suffer me. See, to love God is to fear him. To fear him is to love. When you love someone, you don't want to offend them. Because to fear God is to hold him in high regard. When you love someone, you hold them how? In high regard. You don't treat someone you love anyhow. Philemon 1.7. Listen to this. Philemon 1.7. Look at this. Look at what your love will do. It says, For we have great joy and consolation in your love. There's an encouragement that comes to your minister. Because of the heart of the I'll be refreshed by you, brother. We have great joy and consolation. Give it to me in the NIV. Consolation. Your love has given me great joy and encouragement because you, brother, have referred to the hearts of the saints. You can be an encouragement. You just, Apostle, I have no eating today. Apostle, I have the problem. Apostle, this one. Apostle, that one. Apostle, where is Apostle? A Apostle, Apostle, where is Apostle? Put him in the post. Apostle. Just seven running from pillar to post. Are you a taker or you are a giver? Give me verse 20. Philemon 1.20. Yes, brother, let me have joy from you in the Lord. Let me have joy from you in the Lord. Refresh my heart in the Lord. Give it to me, NIV. I do wish, brother, that I may have some benefit from me in the Lord. Refresh my heart. Romans 15, verse 32. See, we need to have this where we know that there's mutual flow. Mutual flow. That I may come to you with joy by the will of God and may be refreshed together with you. Give it to me, the NIV. May refresh together with you. May with you be refreshed. I wish you had the NASB for them to see the NASB. Give it to me in GNT. See, it's so important that you get it. says, so I will come to you full of joy, if it is the will of God, and enjoy a refreshing visit with you. So that means I can be refreshed by you. 1 Corinthians 16 verse 18, NIV. Listen to this, NIV. 1 Corinthians 16, 18. It says, for they have refreshed my spirit and yours also. Now, give me 17 to 18 so they can get it in context. 17 to 18. I was glad when Stephanus, Fortunatus, and Achaicus arrived because they have supplied what was lacking from you. They supplied what was lacking from you. There, there are things I need from you. Your prayers, the supply of the spirit in your You are praying for your apostle. You are praying. I told my leaders, I said, when my son from Port Harcourt is around, I know. I said, because there's a boost in my spirit. I said, somebody's help. Somebody's here help. I sense it in my spirit. I have people here, but there's a boost. 
the bush. Because they he prays for his apostle. Praying, praying for says, what was lacking from you, they supplied it. Look at verse 18. They, for they refreshed my spirit and yours also. Such men deserve recognition. They refreshed my spirit. This is Paul talking. They refreshed my spirit. When I just got saved, or restored to Christ, I will carry children. I was 17 years old. We'll go and be praying in our church. Praying for our pastor. I didn't even know what I was doing. I'll be praying. God knows that with that face of the work while I was there, God knows that I did what I could do. Winning souls everywhere. My pastor had to send for me. Because he didn't know the person at first. He said, who is Wally? Let him tell Wally to come and say. So I came, small boy. Say, pastor wants to see. So I entered the office. Say, you Wally? I said, yes. They have brought this person to church? Yes. They have brought all these people? Brought, 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 brought. I said, yes. Many people I brought are pastors in that ministry today. One thing they always tell me, we are in ministry because of you. You think I won't have great reward for that? Praying. How many people are born? They say we are going to be praying for apostle every every Friday, every day. We are going to be praying. This man is giving us so much. One hour of talk of intelligent talk equal to eight hours of work. And this man will teach us first service, second service, third service. That's twenty-four hours of work. He has lost a day. Then Monday, Tuesday. Wednesday, this one, freedom classes, healing school of healing, this one, that one. Ah, where is the life? Let's push a supply of the spirits. One hour of intelligent talk equals to eight hours of physical, muscle, hurting work. One hour. I saw some people from speaking for one hour, they have seven million. One hour of intelligent, calculated talk is more than eight hours of fiscal work. And someone gives you, by the grace of God, 24 hours. And you wrote plenty notes. No thank you. No prayer for him. No encouragement. Tell neighbor, wake up. We have a long way to go. But we'll get there. Number four. Partnership is an opportunity to invest in the kingdom of God with multiplied returns. Partnership is an opportunity to invest in the kingdom with multiplied returns. We already read Mark 10, 29 to 30. Where we are guaranteed a hundredfold. Now, a hundredfold is only a hundred percent. It's a hundred times whatever you sow. There's no business you sow into that will give you 100 times what you put in it. No business. It can be 100 percent back. That's exactly the same amount. Or 20 percent, 10 percent. Highest 50 percent. No, we're not doing 50 percent. 100 times. 
That's why we partner. See, I do it because I love God, but I am settling the future of these children. There are things you don't buy for these children. God just moves on people's hearts because I am investing. I am investing. Why did I take such approach? Because I was praying April 2002 and God said, many things are enjoying because of your father. I said, ah? So, many things I'm enjoying because of what my father was doing to ministries. Okay, me too. I want my children to enjoy many things because of their father. Look at this. In Galatians 6, 6 to 10, it says, let him who is taught in the word, I'm teaching you the word now, you are taught in the word, share in all good things with him who teaches. Give it to me in the Amplified, classic Amplified. It says, let him who receives instruction in the word of God, share all good things with his teacher. How? Contributing to what? To his support. Give me verse 7 now. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. It says the way you treat your man of God, you reap it in life. The way you treat your man of God, you reap it in life. I told you the story of my son. He, he, the, my son, my wife, and a few others. And they bought me some quality suits. And his friends saw him. And said, ah, what are you doing now? So I'm a pastor. Oh, you're a pastor? Follow me. And took him to a place where they sell suits. And bought him suits more expensive than my suits. Suits of 300 and 350. Said, so take as much as you want. The way you treat your man of God is the way you'll be treated in life. The way you treat your man of God. The way you treat your man of God. The way you treat your man of God. says God is not mocked. Don't think you are fooling God. The Amplifier says God cannot be fooled. It says God cannot be fooled. It says don't be deceived. God will not allow himself to be snared at. Give a message. One of them said God cannot be fooled. I just want to look for that one. No one makes a fool of God. Whatever a man plants, he will avert. The person who plants selfishness, ignoring the needs of others, ignoring God. Don't be misled. See, as a young boy, I was giving in church. As a young boy. I'm, I'm, God is helping me the way I'm going. People are so into my life as well. So I don't have, that's why I, don't, I did not give. You saw it, the Macedonian church in poverty, they were giving. The widow, giving in her poverty. Look at verse 9, 8, please, verse 8. Galatians 6, 8. For he who sows to his spirit, so his flesh, will of the flesh with corruption. He who sows to his spirit, will of the spirit, will life everlasting. It says, when you are sowing to your man of God, what are you doing? You are sowing to the spirit. In a year of life, you are sowing to the spirit. So you will reap everlasting life. To the effect of spiritual life. You are sowing into the gospel. To affect your spiritual life. Partnership you are giving for the gospel. We are giving for beauty. You are giving for beauty. 
You're going for, for missions projects, new churches that are starting to buy TV, to buy decoder. You're doing your part. You reap everlasting life. I'm not telling you my own words. You're seeing it in the Bible. Look at verse 8. Verse 9. Let us not be wearing well in, in, in doing good while doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose out. You will reap. Verse 10. Therefore, as we have an opportunity, let us do good to all, especially those who have the household of faith. As we have an opportunity. As we have an opportunity. So it's an opportunity to invest. You are investing in the kingdom of God. I can see many of you don't like this message. Do you like it? Your face is not encouraging me by looking at me like this. It's it, it black. They don't get food or what in the apple. We have. The freezers are full. So I'm not saying this because I'm hungry. I'm saying this to help you. Are you following me? All right. Let's move on. Hallelujah. Are you out there? Okay, let's move on. Praise the Lord. Are you out there? <laughs> I saw your husband and wife get up. <laughs> Hallelujah. Philippians 4 verse 10. Listen to this. But rejoice the Lord greatly how that now at last your care for me has flourished again. Though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Paul is talking to the Philippian church. Next. Not, not, that, in regard, not that I speak in regard to, to need. For I have learned what our state I am to be content. Next. For I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere in all things I have learned both to be hungry and to be full, both to abound and to suffer need. Next. He said, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Next. Nevertheless, you have done well that you shared in my distress. Paul was going through a challenge. Next. Now, you Philippians, know also, listen to this, that in the beginning of the gospel, no church, when I divide from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. There's no church. Next. For even Thessalonica, you sent aid once again, once and again for my necessities. Next. Hear what he said. Know that I seek the gift. But I, desire, I seek the fruit that abounds to whose account? To your account. Give it to me in the NLT, if amplified. NLT. It says, I don't say this because I want a gift from you. Because that's what some people might be thinking. Rather, I want you to receive a reward for your kindness. Amplified. No, no, I, I, no, I seek or I'm eager for your gift, but I do seek and I'm eager for the fruit which increases to what? To your credit. So every time you give, you are crediting your spiritual account. The harvest of blessing that is what? Accumulating to your account. You see that? See, this is a partnership Sunday. Not because there's a need. Mm -mm. I have my offering. I've given my partnership of the month. Every month. My partnership is 300,000 error. I've given it. So it's not because I'm looking for money. But this is a partnership Sunday. So you need to have that understanding. When I'm giving, I'm investing for a blessing that will accumulate to my account. 
Give me Matthew chapter 6, verse 19. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on the earth where moth and rust destroy and where tears break in and steal. Next. It says, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither rot nor, nor, moth nor rust destroys and where thieves are not breaking and steal. For where your treasure is, there you have to be also. It's an investment. It says, lay up your treasures in heaven. So there's a heavenly account. See, a lot of times we want to make withdrawals we have not invested. So many people, financial things, it's difficult to happen for them because they were not investing. Others just like this. Because they've been investing. They have a blessing according to the account. Look at verse 18 now. Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from a paphroditus the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, and a set sacrifice well pleasing to God. Look at verse 19. It says, and my God shall supply all your need. According to riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Notice it was accumulated to the account. And it says it will supply because you have been investing. That's why some of you, when you have financial need, nobody gives to you. You've never given to anyone in financial need. Let me share with you a true story. God on Lindsay. He wanted to start a Bible school, so he went to his wife and said, let us sell our house and put the money into the gospel. The wife said, okay. Frida Lindsay, they agreed. Watch this. A wealthy man in their church came to the wife and said, God said, I shall build for you the house of your dreams. Now, the house she was living in was not the house of her dreams. Like my son and the suit matter. The man had been in the church since. After she sacrificed her house for the kingdom for Bible school, the wealthy man that was in the church since now came. See, some things are tied down until you become generous. Said God said, I should build to you beautiful in the house of your dreams. I'm beautiful. A man of God went to see another man of God. When he got there, watch this. He wrote him a check of $1,000. Then the man of God sat down and wrote him a check of $4,000. He said, because God said, whatever you give me, I should give four times what you give to me. The, the other man said, I wish I knew that one. See, it's an investment. Hallelujah. A lot of us don't know it's an investment. So Jesus told us, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Shall men give into your bosom. For with the measure that you meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. It's an investment. That's Luke 6, 38. All right, number five. Partnership amplifies power and multiplies impact. Partnership amplifies power and multiplies impact. 
Ecclesiastes 4 verse 9 says, Two are better than one. This is one of the reasons I got married. When I got married to my wife, my, my anointing stepped up. Because two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. Next. For if they fall, one will lift up his companion. See, that's why you need to marry someone of equal or greater spiritual strength. Look at what he said. For if they fall, that means they both fell, he says one will lift up his companion. Now, if the person, if you both fall, when I mean not fall into sin, maybe the challenges you're going through, and you are, the other person is weak, and you are the strong one, you're weak, you're finished. If you are both weak, you're finished. It says, one will live as companion, but woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. That's why I got married. Next. Again, if two lie together, they will keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? See, iron sharpened iron, Proverbs 27 verse 17. When you have friends and partners who who stir you up, they, they keep you on fire. Iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the constant. When you're studying and you finish a series or whatever you're doing, your wife is doing it or your brain or stirring each other up. That's what we ought to be doing in church too. Staring each other up. Partnership amplifies power. Go back to Ecclesiastes 4. Give me verse 12 now. Look at what it says. It says, though one may be overpowered by another, the challenge is strong. Say, two can withstand him. See that? It amplifies power. Two can withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. With God involved now, we can't break that union. See? So that's why as a church, we need to stand strong. Because you are strong as your strongest link uh, and you are as weak as your weakest link. So, every, we have, your prayer life has to be strong. You are strong as the strongest link. You are as weak as the weakest link. That's why the Marines, everybody is strong. They can, eight Marines can take down the government. Eight Marines. The U.S. Marines. Because they are strong. They can swim, they can fly plane, they can do this one, they can do that one. Why? Because that partnership amplifies power. When you say you will not pray today, oh, you realize that apostle needs this prayer. The kingdom of God needs this prayer. Our church needs this prayer. You pray. This person prays. That person prays. That person prays. Things will be happening. Are you out there? In Matthew 8, 18, verse 19. Matthew 18, 19. It says, again, I said to you that if two of you agree on earth, soon phone you, make one noise, make one sound, concerning anything that they, that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. It says, when people are in agreement, heaven does not withhold their demands. When people are in a, in a marriage, in a church, in an organization, and you avoid strife, nothing you ask for, that will be restrained. God told me in our early days of marriage, says, if the two of you agree about anything, I'll do it. Blank check. 
if the two of you agree about anything. And we've done many things by agreement, two of us. Partnership amplifies power and multiplies impact. In Genesis 11 verse 6, because of time, read verse 6. And the Lord said, indeed, the people are one, and they all have one language. And this is what they begin to do. Now, nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. Nothing they propose to do. If they want to, they can get it done. Partnership. Partnership. See, they sought power in unity. They sought power. Wherever you find unity, you find speed. There's always speed where there's unity. There's always power where there's unity. The Holy Ghost came as a rushing mighty wind. Unity makes things happen quicker. Unity makes things happen faster. So, if you're married, you and your wife, unity. Let's, no fright, no quarrel. We need to get this done. Unity. Mm. Let's keep moving forward. If you look at Barcelona team, nobody tries to outplay anybody. It's just tiki-taka, 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 tiki-taka. But if you watch other teams, for the most part, one person wants to over-dribble, over-dribble, over-dribble. Teams that win championships are united teams. Nobody wants to over-dribble. And over- no, they, quick, quick, your pass, your pass, your pass. Man City, pass, pass, pass. Nobody wants to overdo. The Nigerian team hardly wins. Because one person wants to over-dribble to go and score. Pass the ball, he wants to score. Number six, partnership is a defense. It's a defense. If you look at verse 12 of Ecclesiastes 4, it says, though one may be able to overpower by another, two can withstand him. It's a defense. Are you following me? It's a defense. A threefold cord is not quickly broken. Philippians 1, verse 7. It says, for, for, I, for, as it is, for as it is right for me to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart, and as much as both in my chains and in the defense, and in the defense and the confirmation of the gospel, you are all partakers with me of grace. It's a defense. Oh, what happened to that brother? Ah, Sarah said, brother, it's not well. Oh, let's go and do something for the brother. Ah, what happened to that Sarah said, sister? No, let's go and do When your time comes, everybody will rally around you. It's a defense. Some of you, you've never helped anybody in your life. That's why there's nobody to help you. You sop alone, you die alone. You shop alone, you die alone. You eat alone, you die alone. Shobo. Yoruba is up, we also say up, you know that. You know Yoruba and Ijobu are related. Are you aware? I mean, if you're aware, let me put your hand up. Because a lot of you are not aware. It's up. Yoruba man is champion. 
So the Calabar on try to laugh and say, Yampion. Every tongue, have, every language or every culture has their So you faithful, please listen to me. All right. All right. Are you out there? Philippians 127. <laughs> Hallelujah. Only let your conduct be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or I'm absent, I may hear of your affair, that you stand how fast. It's a defense. Stand fast. You are committed to the vision. We stand fast. In one spirit. With one mind. Striving together. For what? For the faith of the gospel. The gospel must go forward. I have a friend in the UK. And I'm taking on a big project. And I'll say, man of God. You know. You see, I'm just... You say, Apostle, push the gospel. Keep pushing it. Keep pushing it. Just keep pushing it. Next. And in nothing, and not in any way terrified by your adversaries, which is to them a proof, a proof of perdition and to your salvation and that from God. In other words, it says, when you stand united, God will take down your enemies. That's why as a, as, a, as, a, as a couple, stand united. As a cell, stand united. As a department, stand united. God will take down any enemy. When you have strife and envy, there will be confusion in your house. It's a defense. Lastly, partnership is a never-ending commitment. Partnership is a never-ending commitment. Philippians 1, 5 to 6. It says, for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day, how? Until now. From the first day until now. Look at the next verse, verse 6. Being confident of this very thing, that you has begun a good work in you, will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Give it to me, the Oak King James. It says, we'll, perf- we'll perform it. Until the day of Jesus Christ. It will go until now. You don't stop. Pushing the gospel. I say man of God. I'm just. And they're saying that the door is opening in Europe. And um, I'm just thinking that. Oh, maybe I should just pull back. Am I not taking on too much? You know man of God. You know. The, the, the stress. And all they say. Push the gospel. Push it. Push it. Until now. Philippians 1.27 tells us to stand fast in one spirit. It says, only let your conduct be worthy of the gospel of Christ so that when I come and see you, be asked, I may hear of your affairs. I may hear of your affairs. That you stand fast in one spirit with one, with, with, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Verse 28 verse 20 says, a faithful man shall abound with blessings. But he who raises to be rich will not go unpunished. I want to ask you a simple question. Are you a partner? 
Have you made the decision? Have you made the decision to be a partner? Have you determined to be a partner? That's number one. It's a decision and a determination. Number two, are you committed? Because it's an expression of my commitment to Christ. Number three, are you in love with God? Do you want to promote his kingdom? Do you love the kingdom investment? Number four, are you investing in the kingdom? Are you aware there's an investment in the kingdom? Are you aware that when we band together, there's nothing we cannot do? There's nothing we cannot achieve? I've studied big churches in the world. Majority of them, they have committed, united people. Not jealous of one another. That's number five. Number six, a defense. A defense. Are we defending one another? That brother is going to, ah, ah, please, let's, ah, no, 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 no. A brother, I swear, I said, brother, I cannot suffer that. One of our committed members was living in a completed building with sand on the floor. I heard it. Immediately, I said, go rent a house for him. How can a committed brother be suffering that? It's a defense. You defend one another in times of trial. Number seven, it's a never ending commitment. Buy your heads, please. Thank you for listening to this message. As we preach the full message of this new life, our goal is to raise the people who are like Jesus by exposing them to the influence of God's word and his spirit in an atmosphere of love so that they may be able to take the love of God, the word of God, and the healing power of God to every individual within their sphere of contact. For more information on how you can get other messages by Apostle David Wale Fessor, visit us at Charismatic Renaissance International Church, Kilometer 9 and 10, along Isaac Boro Expressway, Biogulu, Yenegua, Bioso State. You can also visit our website at crichurch.org. Follow us on Facebook at Charismatic Renaissance or call 003-382-7072 or 005-120-4708. God bless you.